This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Yeah. This is the hardest dude to sing though. This is this is why I love Dom right here. This is a great song. This is a phenomenal song, man. This is good. Especially if we can just do this part. Waiting. Man, this is this world went and changed a little bit since the last time we talked to this guy. Yes, it did. Yes, Hour it number has. two. Mm-hmm. We uh didn't have a Monday show, so we will thank our sponsors and uh, fill them in today, even mm-hmm. though we don't really don't have sponsors today. But Bory Law Offices, Andrew Bory, downtown Decatur, specializing in bankruptcy, family law, a lot of things you don't want to have to deal with in life and call a lawyer for, also divorce, things like this. They're going to help you through the process if you need them. 422-2400, the phone number to Bory Law Offices. Also, big thanks to the Coley family. Dale Southlake Pharmacy, Coley's Corner Drugs, Erica's store up north, and uh, mm-hmm. of course they got... Coley's uh, Community Pharmacy inside uh, Crossing as well. Staying plenty busy. Yeah. Uh, we get a chance to start the second hour. And, uh, again, uh, honored and a pleasure to get a chance to talk to uh, uh, Jonathan Jackson, uh, American business professor, entrepreneur. i got to take this off the Wikipedia page to do this officially. Uh, but the national <laughs> spokesman for the Rainbow Push Coalition. And uh, he's done a little bit of everything. Son of Jesse, but uh, his own man, Jonathan Jackson. Uh, Jonathan, I need you to talk to your boy here. This man wants to buy swords. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother Eric. Hey, Reverend Carson. How are you, sir? What's going on, big bruh? Excellent in yourself. Man. The world has changed since we were last together on the phone, huh? Just a little bit. Just a little bit, right? Just just a tad bit. It'll change a lot more, I guess, in January, uh, if uh, if we ever, if we get to that point when, when the president gets into office. I know there's a lot of problems Do between you, now and then. but Will there be a smooth transition, Professor Jonathan? That again? Will there will, will there be a smooth transition? Yeah, I believe so. You know, there's many safeguards within the um, within the um, Constitution, and there is a process, and it should go all the way through. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's interesting. So, as Mr. President-elect Biden approaches 80 million people that voted for him, as uh, President Trump approaches uh, 74 million people that voted for him. It's a great day for democracy. Many people got up off their rear ends mm-hmm. and came out and voted. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and to the victor, there there should be the uh, smooth transition of power. And if you think about how phenomenal this is, that this is coming down to roughly five states um, after 150-plus million votes mm-hmm. have been cast cumulatively. Mm-hmm. And 1% would be... 1.5 million votes. This cumulatively is coming down to less than 150,000 votes. Wow. Less than a tenth of a percent spread over five states. So I understand somebody fighting for Absolutely. every vote and every count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you hear about boxes of ballots coming in a day late, a week late, and they called it a week ago, 10 days ago, and another 10 million votes have been counted. Wow. So, it's, so it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Now, some of those are legal. 
because, uh, like the military, the the absentee ballots can mm-hmm. be received that late. Uh, but the people that were just late to send it in regularly, those those are just going to be, I believe, uh, pitched, and uh, that that'll be the end of those. But it's uh it's definitely uh a, a, a different process that we're in in 2020. The, the whole world is different right now. I mean, literally, the whole world mm-hmm. is in a in such a crazy spot. What is this? Is this you know we we see Kamala Harris come in as vice president. You know we we talk to a number of of uh, of black female leaders in our community, and you could just feel mm-hmm. feel the the the, the excitement. Maybe even more than excitement, you know, a little bit of relief and just pride in their voices. Um, mm-hmm. how, this is great. It, it, does it just start with kids to see that the world can change and and be and you know and you know and and modify on the go, especially since we've been dealing with so much hate between Americans for the last uh, last couple of years. Well, forever. Well, it, but... can, it, it can also show you, Eric, the um, the uh, the resiliency of America that. Um... Here's a uh, woman that's a descendant of of East, of East Indian and West Indian uh, blood that is now the second highest um, con- command, the second highest post in the government. Um, it goes to show you that a man from very humble beginnings, uh, President-elect Joe Biden, that uh, there is a trajectory and an ascendancy for those that aren't of of, uh, arist- of aristocracy to to still climb up and mm-hmm. command our government. There's also an opportunity where you can see where the um, where the young people are, the women in particular. Think about this. Right. This is the 100th uh, anniversary of the um, of the 19th Amendment, where women wow. were given the right to vote. Right. It's no. not been that long. This mm-hmm. is the 100th anniversary. And this is the 150th anniversary of the 15th Amendment, where blacks were given the right to vote. Mm-hmm. So if you dovetail those two, it shows an enormous amount of progress. Uh, this wasn't as the founders had envisioned it, but our democracy has evolved. And, you think that's, uh, pro- that's why I have a little bit of a problem with the originalist language. We weren't in the original Constitution, right. and certainly yeah. at three-fifths of a human being. So it's evolved, and it, can, it should continue to evolve and grow. And uh, God bless America for that. Well, I mean, yeah, what, what I said earlier was, it, it, you know, little boys need to see this, too. Uh, mm. You know, it's going to be great to, to for, for kids to grow up and see, you know, any, anything's possible. You know, and this whole anything is possible term is something we've always said, but it really hasn't been true uh, until it finally some things finally happen. Um, you know, what, what do you think about, you know, Biden sets the record. You mentioned all the votes coming in, but Trump set the record, too. I mean, we are. We are still going to be very torn here. It is utterly important that we that we start becoming one nation again. So, being a if you're happy that Biden won, I mean you can't go rubbing it in anybody's face because it's so important to go to work now. Well, and this is um, um, with all due respect to President Trump, he is the second largest vote getter in American history. Yeah, and um, as I said before, this is coming down to less than 150 thousand votes that swung in. Um, in five states. Yeah. And just like this was a margin of 77,000 votes four years ago that went uh, in his favor, although he did not win the popular vote, he won the electoral college vote, and that's the rules by which we abide by. Right. Um, and I do hope that we get beyond this partisanship, you know, this, this, uh, this blue and red. It's really uh, odious and toxic. Um, now we see state legislatures are more divided now. Uh, that they have been in the last 70 years. 
of the 15 states, 30 now have Republican-led governors, executive branches, and legislative branches, 30. Democrats have 19 complete control of the executive and the legislative branches. And there's only one state that has a split, and that is in Montana. Mm. Um, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Um, we should be able to not have this. And, and we're also going into census. So therefore, after you do the, um, the vote count, then you go into reapportionment where the Congress people go, and then you go into redistricting. Yeah. So the history of that is those powers that have um, that complete control tend to put their thumb on the scale so that they can increase their amount of seats and maintain their power. So I do hope we get beyond partisan rhetoric. Uh, America has a lot of rebuilding to do. After this uh, tsunami of this uh, health crisis passes, there's going to be a catastrophic amount of businesses to have been closed. Everyone is going to need a bailout. Everyone is going to need some assistance from the municipalities to the hospitals um, to a generation that can fall in between the cracks and on the margin. So I hope we move expeditiously beyond. I've been very impressed with the tone and tenor of Mr. Biden. Let's move beyond the, uh, yeah. the partisanship. Mm-hmm. I mean, as two political parties, I don't know if you can get much difference of opinion. They don't agree on anything. One could say they enjoy sunshine. The other will say they enjoy moonlight. But, you know, but are, are, are we really that different as people, <laughs> as human beings? No. We're really no, not. I mean, we sit, we sit in and watch the, the football games on Sunday, and people are, are, are pulling for, for the uh, color of the jerseys and not for the color of the skin. That was true 50 years ago, but mm-hmm. it's changed 50 years later. You know, we want the home teams to win. And now that we're seeing, like, this healthcare crisis now, what we see in COVID, we're looking at hospitalization. Uh, we're running out of hospitalization capacity. Yeah. There are only roughly a million hospital beds in the United States. And and it's being forecast we're going to have people that don't have a hospital bed to go to. I mean, we have to wow. reprioritize the nation on the things that we should. We don't need any more drones. We need more doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need any more scud or scud or missiles. We need some some skilled nurses. We need to open up the pipeline for us to be more humane and be more civilized. This sort of vitriolic bitter on uh, God bless America. No, God's blessed the whole world. God yeah. is not myopic and he's not myopia. He's not your God. He's for the whole world. So yeah. I hope we we can elevate our thoughts and elevate our beliefs and get back to humanity. When's the last time you've heard the words humanity and decency? Uh, Pretty much with an I in in front of uh, decency most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) What's scary is COVID is still considered by many political, and we've got people going in front of our city council preaching that it's not even real and it's a hoax. And and we have people dying in this community, great Mm -hmm. people who are healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, but but I guess these people don't know them. They, they they you know these people that think we're being lied to. It's still stuck in a political world, and I I guess we just leave those people behind because <laughs> you're not if they haven't had their their opinion changed yet. I don't know what's going to change it. And how to stay confident in, in the in the in the shadows of some of those people is tough for uh, for many to do. I assume. You know, it's really it's really painful. I know people are sick of wearing masks and they're sick of the COVID, but like the World Health. Organization directors say COVID isn't sick of of the people yet, so yeah. it's mm. still it's still moving about. And now you get into the uh, magic of of big numbers when you have 10 million people infected. We don't know how reinfection works. 
We really don't know what this vaccination could work. Like people take the flu annually, but we have to take this shot annually, twice a year. No. Uh, like, uh, what are the uh, what, what are the downsides? They usually take three to five years to get a vaccine. Uh, you know, the precursor to the shingles is the is a sh- chicken pox. It's mm. taken fifty years to create a vaccine for the uh, for the uh, shingles. Mm. I mean, like, it's so much more that has to be studied and known. I think as a nation, unfortunately. We have a level of arrogance and entitlement. Um, this is something that's common. It's infected other parts of the world. And unless everyone plays by the same rules, it's only going to metastasize and spread, as we've seen. People want to get back on the football field, want to get back to their normal life. Yeah. But guess what? Uh, this is an invisible germ. Mm-hmm. We Absolutely. don't have the science to figure it out yet. And uh, we just need to be disciplined to take the time. And many people don't, unfortunately, care for science in school. And now we are showing this. We need to make sure education is no longer defunded. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah obviously. Right. You know, I feel like it's been a, a few weeks and a, a huge victory for people of color, you know, when it, when it comes to what happened with Kamala Harris going in. We haven't had – I'm sure they're out there, but I haven't heard of a national – issue that has happened in, in the in the in the racial war that, that we have continued on so it the battle is still happening the battle can you know I'm, I'm just afraid of this subject and this topic fading away until the next big thing happens but are, are the fights still out there oh of course they will be but you know i'd like to say that this was a victory for those persons that uh, don't want to see america first those persons that they want to see america uh in concert with the rest of the world we're a nation of 330 million people out of 700, out of 7 billion, 800 million. Yeah. Uh, we're only 4% of the world's population. There is no way that you can do anything alone. We're all interdependent. We all have to cooperate. Uh, this is a victory for those that want to see America rejoin the, um, the, uh, the Paris Accord on climate change. It's getting hotter, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it's staying hotter longer. This is a, is a victory for those that want to see reasonable regulation and and not to see the the poultry farms in arkansas spit up for uh tyson's food and jeopardize workers it's a victory for those that don't want to see the national wildlife in alaska uh be, be turned over to uh to major oil uh drillers and so forth so for those persons that are on the side of of progress and uh and uh, not putting commerce above people i think it's a victory for a lot yes. of people and for those that came out to make a stand uh, to say that we are a nation of values, and there are some values that we ought to hold, hold on to, I respect them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not, like, sticking a, a, a thumb in anyone's eye, but I am uh, certainly hopeful, and I'm very confident that this will be a smooth transition. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. You got? Hey, do you have a sword guy for Courtney? <laughs> yeah, I want him to come to Chicago. I'll give him one myself. Yeah. Hey man. Hey, understanding that the Rainbow Push Coalition has been fighting for women's rights for such a long time, this has to be a a um, huge victory for the family, the Push family, with Kamala being uh, the vice president elect. You know, she was a um, when she was a student. I I remember her telling me that she had her Jesse Jackson bumper stickers on and so Mm -hmm. forth. Uh, She was a early supporter of my father when he ran for like president. Um, But that's a a tremendous achievement. She went to a historically black college. 
very much in the tradition of Thurgood Marshall. Uh, that's a great victory to let people know that um, that intelligence isn't locked on one side of town. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be for the biggest school. Everyone can have a right to serve. Uh, and to see her, her up there, uh, a female, um, 100 years after women in this country have secured the right to vote, mm-hmm. that is monumental. Yes. Now we are just uh, one step closer to women being able to see themselves in the presidency mm-hmm. in the United States of America. We've seen a president uh, of Israel. We've seen a, a prime minister in, in Britain. We've mm-hmm. seen prime ministers and, and, and women take leadership in, in, um, in, in the Philippines. We can now see it's in striking distance that a woman uh, will be judged on her intelligence uh, and not on her sexual orientation mm-hmm. to be able to take the highest office in the land. Mm-hmm. And women are not the minority. They outlive men, and there are more women than men. Mm-hmm. So the majority <laughs> yeah. one day will be able to be the <laughs> For sure. Hey, quick question. Just a fun question. We've been having a, 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 a not an argument, but a disagreement. I want to ask a couple of questions. First, have you ever eaten Chico sticks as a child? <laughs> I got to ask that question. <laughs> no. No. Oh, wow. What? Wow. Okay. I'm a br- when I come get a sword, I'm gonna bring a Chico stick with me. <laughs> now, now, bring it on. Okay. <laughs> and second question: um, pe- Can you believe that peanut butter cups? I can't even say them. I can't even remember the things. Are the number one sold candy, man? Talk to me yeah. about that. <laughs> He's, it's still Halloween in here. Courtney keeps he can't. Get I'm upset it. about that. We did a poll and I lost to it to peanut butter cups. He, he can't accept it. You about like Reese's peanut butter Reese's cups? Yeah. peanut butter cups, man. What about them? They're the number one candy. Is it really? Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, most sold. No. Yeah, I can see it. I've Why? Some, how can you believe? How can you see uh, that? Got some peanut M M&M, and M's, uh, peppermint sticks, uh, chocolate covered almonds, and Reese's peanut butter cups um in a yeah in yeah. several jars in front of my television yes i believe that oh my yeah. god I, I do think if you combine all of the flavors of m&ms i think they overtake peanut butter cups but if you broke them up individually peanut butter cups are the number one <laughs> I, I can't I, believe I, but, it you know, but, but, but that chico stick is something fried with something in it with some salt and sugar on it right uh, yeah coconut <laughs> Coco- yeah yeah so you know what yeah, that chico I, stick is yeah, though. I did, you know i did the coconut like little thing that got the four colors on it you pinch it Apart, no, but I guess I'll try Chico stick. I'm more interested in these days. <laughs> don't, 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 don't be doing yeah, that just recording. I'm doing no, Nowlators and, uh, and, and Lemonheads and, uh, and Paydays. And, uh, paydays. I forgot how good Paydays are. Yeah, I forgot how good Paydays are, too. Let's go with it. Uh, You're the best. Jonathan Jackson, have a, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, I bet... Hey, thanks for thinking about me. And, hey, you all have a better one. And uh, I know you all are down there in God's country. Courtney, you can bring me a, a fresh chicken up. When you come back through the city sometime. <laughs> and Eric, I look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely. Stay COVID-free. Amen. God bless all your listeners, my friend. Sure. The, yeah, the blessings best to, you. to you. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.